Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and I am glad to be back. I hope you guys have been having a good summer at the time of this recording, and we are uh, at the beginning of August. I just had a birthday, and, um, and that was fun, and I'm looking forward to all kinds of new things coming up. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to share with you my new book will be coming out in January. And um, we are going to be doing a lot of fun things around the launch of the book. So you can just start to think about that. I will be hosting a, uh, a separate podcast just for that. Uh, we'll do several episodes that are around the, the new book. And um, also all sorts of new Classes are coming up in September. We have the 5D Academy. I am registering now for our September classes, and that's going to be here before we know it. So if you are interested in getting fluent in the language of your 5D frequency, which we're going to talk a lot about tonight, um, and you think that you might be a great fit to take a deep dive, it's not a you know kind of tertiary uh, play with your food kind of uh, <laughs> Uh, class. It's really a, a meat and potatoes deep dive into being able to actually get to know who your higher self is, be able to perceive when your higher self is sending you a message, which it's doing several times, you know, 100 times a day easily, and how to initiate conversations, how to receive information back, and how it uses your environment and um, signs and symbols and synchronicities and sends messengers to you and reinforces messages that it's sent and all that kind of stuff, if that really sounds good to you, if you have a big project coming up for, let's say, your business or for work, or if you're a content creator and you need to channel new stuff, this is definitely the level for you. If you are um, <clears throat> ready for a deep dive, ready for a big, uh, big juicy meat and potatoes kind of thing, then please, by all means, send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and we will definitely get you on the list to talk to me, and we can see what fits and and uh, and see uh, about getting you started in the fall. So that's just a few weeks away. I can't believe it. I have so much to do between now and then. You have no idea. Um, okay, so today I wanted to go into how to find solutions to problems using your 5D frequency. And this is something that comes up often um, in the academy, it's interesting to see because I have different levels, and the kind of problems that people come in with, you know, when you first start, and the kind of problems you end up having, um, you know, as you get more fluent, it's very, very different. You know, life is about contrast, right? So you have, 
thing, you know, we have contractions and release. And there's a lot of times in our lives that we are going to have contractions. It doesn't matter how fluent you are, you know, you will have things in life because that's how we grow, that's how we shift, that's how we get, you know, the sign that it's time to make a move or make a change. But you do get a lot more efficient with handling it. You get a lot less emotional with handling things when you're when you are fluent in 5D, you can be a lot kinder to yourself when you're going through various issues that are really you know stumping you. And so I wanted to sort of get into to that tonight. I know that right now we're in a Saturn in retrograde, and we have um, today's Alliance portal. So you know at the time of this recording, obviously if you're listening to it later, it won't be. But we have you know. There's always something going on planetarily. Uh, when you're doing a 5D frequency, that's not doesn't have to be as punitive. That if you're not if you're not fluent, then it kind of seems to apply more because people kind of get focused in on oh this is a hard time because the X Y Z is, is retrograding. So then they kind of create the hard time. However, when you are fluent in 5D frequency, you have a lot more autonomy with how you choose for things to work out. Now. Is there always a little bit of a wild card? Yeah, because God, your higher self, um, <clears throat> you can call it whatever you want, the, the, the God of your understanding, will always generally try to top your best idea. So generally our 3D mind tries to get in there and compare to something that we've seen before, something that we've seen other people do before, and you know try to go to the past to predict the future. And the word predict is another thing, you know, we try to, that the 3D mind will try to do. It tries to predict an outcome, right? And if you have any issues where you feel like you're really stumped and you really need a solution and you've gone to all your friends and you've done your consensus and you've asked people for help and then you don't want their their solution because it just doesn't seem like it fits and they're going off of what they would do and not what, you know, counts for you and all of that, and you're kind of hitting a wall, that, believe it or not, is often a major invitation, a gateway opening to you stepping into your 5D frequency. So your 5D frequency is very different from 3D frequency. 3D being third dimensional energy, that's where in the third dimensional and below, that's where things become more solidified so you can actually, they're tangible. Nothing's ever really solid. Everything has frequency and energy. But the 3D is where things feel physical. So my notebook that's sitting next to me is an actual notebook. In 5D frequency, the notebook sitting next to me is energy. It's vibrational, right? It's not solid matter. It's moving. It's, it's shifting. It's changing. And the particles kind of, as you go further down the dimensional frequencies, you get more tangible physical representation of that frequency. As you go up in the frequency, 5D, 6D, 7D, all the way up, then you get more of an energetic, less of a solid matter, right? So no solid matter. You're getting more of an energetic, more refined frequency. So the thing about 5D is that it's infinite. So every single answer already exists. And you have multiple versions of yourself. So every single version of you that has every single potential outcome also already exists. So if you think about it like a catalog, like if you were going online shopping in the old days, um, 
that we had a lot of mail order catalogs. Now I know we have some, but we certainly have a lot more websites than we do uh, mail order catalogs. And that, uh, but the ability to kind of leaf through and look at various things and envision them in your house and decide whether you want this dish or that dish or this sofa or that sofa or this blouse or that blouse or this pair of jeans or that pair of jeans. And you see like, you know, all the things that look like that if you go on Amazon. That is really how the parallel versions of you, the various options of you, the infinite versions of you um, operate. It's, it's, you have all the versions of you already exist. So you get to choose when you understand how to use 5D frequency and how, how energetic infrastructure actually works, you get to choose the outcome. And if you don't know how it all works, then what happens is you're still choosing the outcome, but you don't realize you're choosing the outcome. And the way that the two things that make up how something lands, how something uh, sort of plays out, is what you think about the most and so what you think about the most, okay, what you think about most repetitively and the emotion that you have as you think about it. So if you're thinking about talking to the boss tomorrow and you're thinking and you're thinking and you're thinking and you're playing out these scenarios in your head and they're laced with anger and they're laced with I'll show you and they're laced with how wrong that person is and they're laced with that heavy energy, that's what you, that's the version of you you're choosing for the next day. Worry is negative prayer. Okay? Going over and 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 over something in your head, rehearsing it with emotion is creation. Really, what it is, is you going through a catalog and choosing the version of you that you will be tomorrow. Okay? Really, really important. So with 5D living, and you start to recognize, first of all, the first thing we always talk about is speaking with your higher self and being able to have that two-way conversational relationship with your higher self. So your higher self can say, hey, whoa, 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 wait. You're creating, you're choosing a negative, you know, version of you. You're choosing a version of you for tomorrow that you're not going to want to, like, live with. We need to back this up, and we need to start thinking a little differently here. We need to start choosing out of the different part of the catalog. We don't want to go into the strain and strife part of that catalog versions of you. We want to go into the, hey, maybe this is a surprisingly delightful outcome. Let's pick that version of you. Let's pick that version of those circumstances. So it really comes back to how you choose, okay, not how things just play out on their own. And a lot of people say to me, I had somebody say to me, I think the universe is trying to teach me a lesson. Okay, be careful with that. Generally, that's not the case at all. It's I think you're focused on one thing in your vibration, and so you keep choosing that similar versions of you, right? And that's too big of a conversation for, you know, a short podcast. That's more of the, you know, the bigger stuff we talk about in class. But the point I want you to take away from today, and I want you to, you know, you might want to listen to this one again, because this is very energetic infrastructure oriented, 
is wherever you are frequency-wise when the problem initiates. So wherever your vibration is, so that you're available for that problem to initiate, is a different vibration from where the solution will initiate. So the vibration where the problem happens is, if we're going to do hierarchy, just for the 3D mind to get its head around it, if the problem starts in a lower vibration, then the solution is in a higher vibration. Okay. Now, energy is nonlinear, so it's not so much higher or lower as it is different. So the problem is in one vibrational arrangement, and the solution is in a different vibrational arrangement. If you keep talking to every one of your friends, explain the problem over and over again and how you feel about that person over and over again, and then you want each one of their opinions, and then you want them to invest emotionally. I have friends who will get really mad at me if I don't invest emotionally in the problem with them. They think I'm not being supportive if I don't invest emotionally in the problem with them. I don't do that anymore because I don't put my own vibration through it. I listen and I say, wow, huh, that's interesting. I don't go, oh my God, I can't believe, you know what, that happened to me once and let me tell you, oh my God, oh, I can't even, I can't even, I'm going to cry because I'm feeling it too, you're feeling it, I'm feeling it. You know, I, I don't do that anymore, okay? You can have empathy without dragging yourself. Right, you when you become fluent, and and, and even not even fluent, but five D frequency aware, and now you're starting. You know, you're hearing this podcast. If you're not in the academy, you're hearing this. You say, okay, this is interesting to me. I want to eat. the first accomplishment prior to you know five D fluency is five D awareness, being aware that there's a difference between the three D version of yourself, the physical output, the physical you know representation of you versus the energetic representation of you. The energetic representation of you is infinite. It's connected to the infinite. It has every solution. It has every choice. It has every version of you. Okay? It's to govern on a totally different infrastructure than your 3D side of yourself, the physical version, which does have limitations in the sense that, you know, you're, you have your one name, one person, and you're navigating a physical experience. So there's time and space and linearity, you know, and, and the negative emotions as well, blame, shame, guilt, fear, anxiety, all that. That all exists in the 3D physical experience. But it does not exist in the 5D frequency experience. There's no blame, shame, guilt, fear, and all that. Okay? And when you get into the, the infinite vibrational aspects, okay? But you can choose a version of you that is in physical, having a physical experience and that's experiencing those negative emotions or positive emotions or whatever you want to, you know, whatever it is. So the first thing we need to do when you're thinking about this problem that's stumping you is to recognize that if you keep just going over the problem over and over and over and over again because you can't figure out a solution, so you just kind of stay in the emotional abyss with it, and how bad it is, and then you talk to people, and people give you some empathy, or people give you some sympathy, or, you know, or not, then you're arguing with them, you know, or they don't see your side, and oh, they're not fixing themselves for you, and all that kind of stuff. What you're doing is, you're compounding the problem, but you're also choosing 
the version of you where the problem isn't solved. Because there's a version of you where the problem isn't solved. There's also a version of you where the problem is solved really easy. There's also a version of you where the comp- where it gets solved eventually, but it was really complicated. Right? You get to choose. Whether you know it or not, you're choosing by what your dominant focus is. So remember, where the problem starts is a totally different vibration than how the problem gets solved. Okay? So do you want a long, hard, slow road to the solve to the solution? Sometimes, you know, people say, I want a swift, I want a swift, uh, you know, really fast solution. So let's say you have to lose, um, you know, 20 pounds for a wedding. And you're all upset, you know, oh, I got to lose this 20, I got to do it fast, I got to do it fast, I want it fast, I want it fast. And then you contract a stomach virus. <laughs> and, yeah, you can lose weight fast that way, but is that the way you want to do that? Right? So if you're not managing your frequency, managing your thoughts with your emotions, if you have the thoughts, and they've even actually done scientific experiments on this and in quantum physics, uh, if you have a thought without emotion, it doesn't manifest. If you have an emotion without a specific intentional thought, it doesn't really do much. But if you, when you put the two together, that's when things, when particles start to move into place. When, because what you're doing is choosing. So the thought and the emotion together is the choice. That's what, you know, puts it in the cash register. Like you're going into a boutique, you have four dresses. And you pick one up and you say, okay, this one, and you hand it to the clerk and she puts it into the, you know, uh, the cash register, she scans it, and then, you know, and then she comes up with the total and you pay, right? So then that's the one you take home. Well, the way that you choose your vibrational version of you is you have the thought, so you pick out what you want to experience, like solved problem. And then you have the emotion. So you can take the emotion from one of two places. I'm, gonna, I'm being very basic here. We could split hairs if we want, but I'm just going to be very basic. One of two places. You can choose the emotion around this problem from where you've been in the muck and mire of the problem and all that it's affecting you and how it's affecting everybody else and how the money isn't here and the this is that and your teeth is that and, that and the guys and the divorce and blah, blah, blah. You can pick the emotion around the focus of the intention from where you've been, which is where the problem originated, or you can pick the emotion from where you want to be, which this is joyfully and systematically solved or the transition is a gentle transition to the solution or, you know, however you want it to be, you know, you can focus on the, the happiness, you could focus on the relief. I think one of the biggest tools, and I said I'd give you a couple of tools, one of the biggest tools is to focus on feeling relief. So you can think of, okay, I want the relieved version of me. I can't figure out the solution. Your mental mind will say, well, that's great, Mari, but I don't know the solution, so how can I get happy about something I haven't experienced yet? Well, the whole point is, that's the whole point. 
when you're living a vibrational life, you start to manage your emotions, which means you start to manage your vibration and you start to choose your way into a vibrational state that is going to be supportive and help you to move through something, but you're doing it with deliberate intent. And that's where you get what we call energetic empowerment. Nothing is happening to you. It's energetic empowerment. I have some friends who don't want to ever hear that. You know, it's always that something's happening to me. It's always not my fault. It's always because of other people, this one, that one, the other. No, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Wherever your dominant kind of screensaver frequency is, like some people kind of idle or screensaver themselves on happy until something pisses them off or happy until something makes them sad. Others screensaver themselves on aggravated until something kind of sort of piques their interest to make them sort of happy. But they idle on aggravated. Like if you say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, God, God, don't ask. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, don't ask. Okay, I won't ask. Well, since you asked, <laughs> right? It is, you, you know people like that. And then there's other people who are like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, you know, I can't complain. What are we going to do? You know, yeah, so there's some things that happened today, but you know, I got to go to a new yoga class and I got to, I have a friend like that. She, um, she's a photographer. Um, she's a big horse photographer and she goes around to all the horse shows and she shoots the, the horses and she's been doing this for decades. I used to shoot with her when I was a kid and um, she's always happy. And even when she's sad, you know, there's, you know, life happens, right? Certain, you know, health issues or you know, whatever, some, some kind of unfortunate thing. But when you go out to dinner with her, she's smiling, she's talking about really fun things, you know, painting at this, you know, on this cliff, looking out at that bluff, or going to this horse show and being in this beautiful area, or going on a beautiful trip to Iceland to take pictures of the ponies or something. And, but it's always this really high vibrational experience to be around her because she vibrates in her her zone. Her idol is on creation, creativity, joy. She's not afraid to be joyful. How many people do you know are afraid to be joyful? Think about it. Like how many people feel guilty if they're joyful? Are you one of those? If you feel guilt around feeling joy, solving your problems is difficult because you're idling in a, in a low vibration, and then a higher vibration is now has, has a bit of wrongness around it. I had a friend from New York, um, New Jersey, and she used to say, those people are so damn happy, Ugh. I can't be around them. I just can't be around them, all right? They're too, they're too freaking happy. They're happy, they're happy, they're happy. She made them... She made happy be almost a dishonest frequency because she was aggravated that people weren't aggravated with her. Like her comfort zone was aggravation because you have to think, like, where does she get rewarded? Did she get rewarded when she was happier as a child? Did she get rewarded when she was aggravated? Did she get the attention? Who knows? Who knows? You know, a lot of times we go back, right? To, that's what a mental health perspective would do is kind of go back. Uh, to where things originated. That doesn't really matter in 5D. I'm saying it for the sake of just examples. But the point is that 
you know, however the motivator was to be that way, that's how she operated in her day-to-day world. So whenever you talk to her, there's always a disaster happening. So she kind of lives through the filter of disaster, small, medium, and large. <laughs> you know, it's like multi-tiered, like in every life category. If we divide up like relationships and let's say health and money and cash flow and business and you know, her act, you know, hobbies and family and da 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 and in each category, say, okay, well, what about your brother? Oh, no, you have no idea. Oh, well, what about your mother? Don't even ask. Oh, well, how's the job? Oh, my God, the people are so competitive. And it's just like it's one issue across the board. But the thing is, and she wants to know why. She goes, I just need a vacation. Well, guess what? When you idle on that, that vacation isn't going to do you any good. Because wherever you go, there you will be. <laughs> That's the truth. You know, I moved from, um, some of you were listening to the show because I have been on the air for about 10 years, but I, I moved from New Jersey to California. And this was uh, nine years ago, as of July. <laughs> um, and... I thought everything was going to change when I moved to California. Like it was just all, any issue I had was going to get better. It was going to, you know, everything was, I blew up everything. You know, me, the three cats at the time and the 10 suitcases and my friend who was the nanny for the weekend, we came to California and, you know, the car was on a flatbed, you know, on the, the shipped over and whole thing. And I figured, you know what, 3,000 miles away from anything Jersey, it's never going to feel like that. Fast forward like three months in, and it was like, oh, my God, is it Jersey? Oh, no, wait, there's a palm tree. Okay, so it is still California. Okay, 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 there it is. Okay, yeah, oh, God. You know, and I had to still face things that I was dealing with back there because wherever you go, there you'll be. You know, and it was interesting because then you get to, it is, you know, sometimes it's good to change geography because then you get a different backdrop and you realize, hey, you know, uh, it was me. <laughs> You're like, I need to fix something, right? But just, you know, just because you've moved to a new apartment or a new house or changed jobs or, you know, any of these things does not mean that your, the vibration, the dominant vibration will stay the same. And you might blow up all of your, quote, 3D physical circumstances, new job, new house, and you know, apartment, whatever. But if your vibration sticks, you will create in short order, especially if you have a lot of motion around it, whatever you had before. Okay. So in 3D, we have capacity for dead ends, where we kind of hit a wall. We say, okay, well, this is all well and good, but how do I fix it? How do I fix it? And so if you go to your 3D mind, your 3D mind has two abilities. One is to look into the past and see what you've done about it before. And two is to look at other people and see how they solve something. That's why we look at reviews on Amazon. That's why we always kind of, you know, look at the past to predict the future and all that. And then we hit a wall. Because nine to nothing is especially if it's an invitation for growth as opposed to teaching you a lesson in, in, in a punishment like the way dogmatic, you know, systems talk about. It's never a punishment 
It's an invitation for clarity. So if you think of your problem as opposed to it being a punishment, whether it's a health problem or a weight problem or a money problem or a job problem or a relationship problem, somebody left you, you're leaving somebody, you know, any, it's, a, it's, it's an invitation for clarity. It's an invitation for a choice, a new choice that's of a higher frequency, of a higher vibration, of a more desirable outcome. It's a readout of where your vibration is right now. I know that, and, and often it's an invitation to an upgrade. An upgrade being it's time to let you know that your current container, the way you're living now, no longer supports where you really desire to be. So the first thing that happens is things drop away. Things become uncomfortable. In the old days, I used to look at something and things and say, oh, huh, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm, I, you know, and I would take it personally and I would get all worked up. And now I'm like, okay, what is this inviting me to do? What is this inviting me to see? What do I need to know most right now that if I knew it, I could shift with ease? Or I could get into a state of relief? Or I could set into a state of joy? Or if I could get into a state of awe, right? Whatever that state is that you'd like to experience. So when you think about your solution, immediately put the solution and how you'll feel. So you want more money, you need more money. So you say, okay, what do I need to know most right now so that I can receive more money in surprising ways that give me awe and relief or relief and awe? Right? As opposed to how am I going to get more money? What's the vibration? How high is the vibration? How am I going to get more money? Oh, crap. I need more money. I need more money. What am I going to do? And then when you start out like that, how many, you've got to be honest, when you start out, how am I going to get more money? Oh, crap. Then that's an invitation to go backwards, right? Because the next thing your mental mind does is, and remember when you should have, remember when you could have taken that job and you turned it down because you thought you wanted to follow your passion? Now look at you. Now look at you. See how you took a risk before? This is what I was talking about. This is crap. Now you got nothing. Now you got to start over, right? So when you idle on pessimistic, you idle on that, we call it protective pessimism, where you kind of idle on skepticism and all that kind of stuff, then that drags you down into 3D, into the negative emotions that only exist in 3D, and it drags you down into comparing to the past, and then it starts to try to conclude things because there's no possibility around that. So, you know, yeah, well, you did before, so you're probably doing it again. <laughs> or worse yet, you say, oh, you know what, that was because my mother was like that. That's why I'm like this. Yeah, and? Yeah, well, she was like that. That's where I got it from. It's just who I am. Okay. Says who? <laughs> Says who? So you always have the power to make a change, to choose differently. Now, obviously, oh, I don't want to worry. Mari, you know, that's just crazy stuff that you talk about. No. And just sit there and be miserable because it's a choice. 
It's choice. You can have miserable things going on in various life categories. But it's still a choice on how you're going to get yourself out of it. You say, okay, this really is terrible. This is feeling really, really bad. Okay, so higher self, what do I need to know most right now for the next step that I should take to bring ease in this situation? Right? Saying solve the whole problem. If your mental mind can't receive the whole solution, then it's hard to deliver it. Your mental mind's like, oh, I never ever got money that came out of nowhere. So you say, okay, well, so your higher self says, well, the idea of sending her money out of nowhere, because she doesn't want to receive it, because she doesn't know from it, because she never experienced it before, and all she does is compare herself to the past. So she won't believe in it. Okay, we can't send money out of nowhere. All right, then what? Well, she says she needs a job. Yeah, but she needs more money than any job could give her right now. Yeah, 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 but she says it's, you know, her, her mental mind is the only place they're going to let her get money is through a job. And she won't, and then the higher self says, okay, and then she won't, she won't accept money just out of nowhere because we could just deliver it to, like, through a messenger. Ah, nope, nope, she's not going to do that. Because that's not legit to her. She hasn't seen it before, can't, doesn't know anybody that that ever happened for, so, hey, can't have it. You see what I mean? So I want you to think about this. I want you to listen to this again. This is good stuff. And I actually haven't said this like this before. Um, and I'm purely channeling this because I'm way off the notes that I had jotted down earlier. But it's really important. I want you to really think about it. What am I presenting to my higher self to work with when it comes to solving the solution? Are you presenting despair, hysteria, criticism, despondence, frustration, anger, blame, shame, guilt, fear, are you one of those, it's kind of saying, well, how did it happen? Who do we blame? You're looking for the person to blame. You spend all this energy on the person to blame as opposed to spending the energy on quiet, stillness, choosing a new outcome. You may not know exactly how to choose the outcome because you don't know exactly what would solve the problem, but you don't need to do that because that's what your higher self does. What you need to do is create the environment so the solution can land in your lap that you can be led to the, to the solution via messengers that your higher self will send, via signs and symbols and synchronicities that will give you those those step-by-step pieces to the solution, okay? The other thing that's really, really important to understand about how energetic infrastructure works is when you are looking, when higher self is giving you directives, this is why it's so important to get fluent in the language of your higher self. When your higher self is trying to communicate with you, it will not give you the full navigation map, tell you the predicted outcome, you know, assure you of the date, the time, and all this. When people came, used to come to me for, as, for psychic work, it would drive me insane. Because people are like putting all their belief in, you know, another person. And really, one of the reasons why I stopped doing psychic reading was because I don't, it would disempower people at the end of the day. Yes, you know, I was good at it, I had very good, accurate, you know, pretty accurate assessments, but it's not about something separate out there, what's going to happen to me. What are you going to choose? Right? So you're not, you're not separate. But higher self will always 
do more of what, a, a, like a shopping mall map. You are here, you want to go to Macy's. So here's the way to get to Macy's. Then when you get to Macy's, you finish shopping. You say, oh, I want to go to the food court. I want to get a, you know, one of those Cinnabons. Okay. And as you said, then you go back to the map. Oh, there's Cinnabon. Okay, I'll walk there. Okay, now you finish Cinnabon. Oh, you know what? I always wanted to look at that Louis Vuitton. Da, da, da. So now, okay, now I'm going to go to Louis Vuitton. It's step by step by step, right? You take a step and then you figure out what you want to do the next step. That's how higher self works. It's not going to give you like soup to nuts, a whole curriculum, a whole syllabus, a guarantee, a date, a time before you take make a move. And people are like, if they can't see the whole thing, then they don't make a move at all. And higher self doesn't work like that. So they're going off a 3D infrastructure, staying in negative emotions, staying in fear, and, and on compounding the, the problem, the problem, the problem. Remember, whatever you think about and you add emotion to is what you choose. You're choosing the... The problem unsolved is what you're choosing over and over and over and over again by being in that state. What we need to do is go into silence. This is a very, very basic approach. There's certainly more advanced ver- versions um, that I teach about, but just for the sake of the podcast, you can you know, give this a try. You go silent, and you say to higher self, look, I don't even know you, I don't think, even though you do. <laughs> But Mari said, I should ask you, (laughs) for the next step, and the next step could be, can you help me to find the feeling of how it would feel if this is solved? What does relief feel like? What does joy feel like? What does awe feel like? I find, and I taught this, I teach this in my advanced class. Relief and awe kind of go hand in hand. Because the first thing you always feel when you get a big solution to something is relief. You're like, oh, thank God. Okay, the check came. Okay, thank you, Jesus. You know, my mother always is saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, right? So, the t- you know, it's like, oh, you kind of had that side. Like, oh, this, 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 he called or he texted or she texted or they texted or whatever. Or I, I got this, you know, X, Y, Z, I got that. Okay, I got, I got approved for the mortgage or whatever. So that's relief. That always comes first. But then if you can stretch into the higher vibrational version of relief, that would be awe. You're like, wow. Isn't that something? I'm so relieved. But good Lord, how did that come in there out of nowhere like that? Ah, I'm in awe. If you can start to track how you feel when things go well, What's your natural space? Like, I evolved to the awe thing. I used to be just happy with relief, and you can, you can tank relief, too, because here's what you can do. You can do like one of my friends says, oh, yeah, I'm relieved, but, I mean, it's not even half. Like, I'm relieved I got this piece, but, Jesus, I got to get all the rest of it, right? So then what do you do? You tumble it back into the lower vibration of creating more of the problem. If you want to step up out of that, you want to get to the solution side of the choosing catalog, of, of the catalog of choices. You want to get into the versions of you that have the solution. Then you need to learn how to get the relief. Once you, once you feel relief and legitimately you feel relieved, and you say, oh, wow, go into gratitude. Thank you so much. Oh, God. And, and awe. Wow. I can't. That's amazing how that came. You know what? I didn't orchestrate that. I couldn't have even thought of it it's that's amazing right and you sort of sit with that you don't have to be phony about it sit with it for five six minutes it doesn't matter 
You know, 17 seconds of energetic focus is equivalent to three hours of physical work. 17 seconds of energetic focus is, a, is equivalent to three hours of physical work. So if you can step into relief and then allow yourself like at least 17 seconds of feeling it, and then how can you feel to the next tier of it? Don't feel something like relief and then go down. Yeah, but where's the rest of it? Say, yes, and wow, I can't wait to see what you do to finish the rest of this. Then go to curiosity instead of doubt. I'm curious how you're going to do the rest of it. This is awesome. This is a fantastic start. Okay, I'm really excited to see how this plays out. As opposed to, oh, God, I didn't get all that. You know, it didn't give me all of it. Oh, I mean, you know, know, beginner's luck. Oh, small things happen for me, but nothing of the big stuff. And you're idling. You're back to your your old negative screensaver. Okay? So I want you to play with that. I want you to really give that some feel, not just thought. Give it some feel. How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel relieved to even listen to this, to see, okay, wait a second, there might be some, some other options here. You know, 3D, there are a lot of dead ends. But in 5D, there are absolutely no dead ends. None. Your higher self is trying to send you signs, symbols, synchronicities, messages, communications. You're getting 100 messages sent to you at least per day, every day, whether you're perceiving them or not, they're guiding you to, you know, see that the, you know, the cat's about to fall off the counter out of your provisional vision or, you know, you get a sense, oh, wait, I say, oh, wow, I just forgot there's something on the stove and you get that, there's something on the stove and you, you know, you get up and you go, oh, yeah, and just in time, all those kinds of little things, your higher self is participating. Any new idea you get, any new hunch you get, that's genuinely a new hunch, not a toiling and then trying to force a solution and then trying, thinking about something and thinking this might work and trying it and thinking that might work and trying it. No. When you get really, really in a, you know, analysis paralysis, stop. Stop doing anything. Because when you stop, then you put yourself into a space of receptivity. And it gives a place for a message to land. And if you say, you can even say, hire yourself, it makes me anxious to stop. Can you help me to stop feeling anxious long enough that I can hear you? How about that? Okay, so it's not a matter of putting yourself down every time you have a negative thought or you know, apologizing every time. I know when I do private sessions, I have some clients and they, they're working so hard all this and they, and they say, I, I had a negative thought. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had a, I, you know, no, it's not a punishment. It's not a judgment. It's a, yeah, I had a negative thought and I pivoted from that. I had a negative thought and I didn't pivot and I noticed. That's progress. If you notice, that's progress. Hey, you know what? I had a negative thought not really sure how to pivot from it because whatever I'm thinking about, it really does suck. But at least I'm noticing that I'm having this negative thought and I'm pulling myself out of myself enough to observe. And if I'm doing that, then there's space for me to ask for a different and better and higher vibrational way. And sometimes you just need to ask for peace. Sometimes you need to ask for, for help. 
right? Sometimes you really do. You need to say, hey, you know what? I think it's time for me to just take a deeper dive, sort this out. And a lot of times that sorting comes from silence. And someone called me today, you know, and texted me today, what, you know, what, what does it mean? I'm so tired. Is it the moon? Is it the stars? Is it? No, it means you're tired. And there's a lot of resistance. So rest and silence. Drink a lot of water. Water is, I always say, if you're really tired and you burn out, there's two big things, water and silence. Water is a conductor of frequency, so it amplifies. It's an amplifier. So if you're looking for, you know, answers, you're looking for a kind of a break in the, you know, the fear or whatever, um, drinking water for clarity, will give, it, will, it will do that. Um, and deep, breathing deeply, because uh, uh, energetic information travels on the molecules of oxygen that you take in. So that's why, you know, yoga and all the big meditational practices always, you know, lean into the breath. And then, so water, breathing, and silence. Try to resist getting on the phone and batting every problem around at that ridiculously high velocity with every negative person that you know can, like, you know, go down in the gutter with you and, and commiserate. And, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's fun to commiserate and you're like, oh, you got, I got one for you today and I got one for you today. You know, I can do that too. I can do that. There are certain times I come, I'm like, oh, you have no idea what happened today. Um, I had some pretty dramatic things going on. But I always end those conversations with, thank you for letting me bat this around I'm going to my meditation chair now to sort this out. And if you need to have a meltdown session with a buddy and you know that, you know, this is probably a vibrational disaster because you're going to go to town with being negative and mad and crazy, then that's what you do. You compartmentalize it. You say, okay, I'm giving myself an hour to call my friend Pam and we are going to bitch and moan about exactly what so-and-so did and da-da-da-da. And then, and then I'm going to change vibrations and I'm going to go back to higher self to sort this out. Okay, because if you don't give your mental mind a stage of some sort, it can, it can undermine you, right? So you get into your meditation and your mind is racing, you have monkey mind and all that. If you do focus and you say, okay, I'm going to give my 3D side some you know, room to blow off steam, to blow off anxiety, to commiserate with a friend, whatever, then you're going to shut that phone call down or that visit or whatever, and you say, okay, now I'm going to go sit in my meditation chair. If you don't have one, get one, and I'm going to get, drink my water, and I take some deep breaths, and I'm going to be silent. I'm going to allow higher self to come in and start to help me orchestrate this. Now, don't expect to get solutions while you're sitting there. All you're doing is sitting there is to create the space. Solutions usually come within like three days. So, and they can drop in while you're at the gym or driving or taking a shower or you know, talking in the PTA meeting. You'll get an idea and you just make sure you have your recorder. You write that down or you record it real quick. Take a note on it. Okay, that's how you start to, you know, when you're talking about creative, you know, 5D problem solving, 
I'm not saying you pretend that the problem doesn't exist. That's not Pollyanna. This is not like a spirituality class. This is frequency management. This is how to manage your energetic frequency. This is not dogmatics. This is not religious. This is not spirituality. It's frequency management. Okay, and frequency is like physiology. It's your, your energetic physiology. Okay, so yes, you can blow off steam and have your commiserating session and have your margarita and, and say, oh my God, oh my God, but then you go back to your, you know, you know where your bread is buttered. And you go back to that chair, you sit down with the 5D frequency, and you sit down with your higher self, and then, okay, let's fix it. Yes, I had my meltdown. We kind of do that in the physical world sometimes, but here I am. Show me. And then when you start to get some hunk, some 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 hunk hankerings of a of an answer, you know, some little step by step types of thing, a small step to take, then no crapping around. You get that step and you take it. It's like you get to the mall, and you say, I want to go to Macy's, and 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 you're at you're at um, at uh, Kohl's. You're standing at Kohl's. You got to go to Macy's. You don't just stand there and say, okay. Yeah, I just saw the map on how to get to Macy's. Let me stand here and wait. <laughs> wait for what? For Macy's to pick up the building off its foundation and bring it to you? No. You put one foot in front of the other, you walk from Coles to Macy's, right? You figured out that's the direction? I'm going to that store? Okay, boom, boom, boom. Walk, 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 walk. And then you get to Macy's, you're like, okay, over it. Let me go to blah, blah, blah. The food court the bathroom, whatever, but you go with a sense of some, of movement, not necessarily a sense of huge urgency, but sometimes you do. Christmas shopping or you know something's on sale or the store's closing, you start to move with a little bit of velocity, you know, a little bit of intensity. But you don't just stand there at the store saying, okay, waiting for Cinnabon to show up. Okay, well, you got to walk to the food court to get the Cinnabon. You have to take action, right? So if you get an action step to take, then take it. Don't say, oh, you know, I thought about that, but, you know, I couldn't really see the, the, how that would work, so I just didn't do anything. No, your higher self is going to tell you step by step, and it requires that you take those steps before it gives you the next step. Okay? All right, that's plenty. That's plenty for you to try, right? <laughs> you know me, I could keep going. And I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, I, I got to stop. I have to stop. So, <laughs> so anyway, I hope that this has been helpful. I also hope that you will consider joining me in the 5D Academy. We have some really amazing things planned. If you already have done level one of the 5D Academy, we do have an advanced alchemy mastermind, which is um, several months, and it is phenomenal. We work on a 300-part bucket list. We go all into this stuff that I'm talking about now, the, um, the energetic infrastructure and alchemy and manifesting and all of that. It's really important that you get your own stuff before you start trying to help other people. And that's not a selfish thing. It's a, it's much, um, it's very, very important that you're filled up before you start to deplete to give out. So we take that, that middle tier now um, and we focus on helping you to get your stuff with ease and peace and joy and, and, you know, awe and all those things. And then from there, you can graduate into the, the, the levels where we have right livelihood and people are channeling books and, and projects and, and all sorts of things and the bigger stuff. But it's really important that you, one, 
get fluent in the language of your own higher self, and two, that you get fluent in your ability to, to manifest, the multidimensional manifest and to bring things in and not panic, you know, and not get all caught up in timing and all that kind of stuff. And once you, you have those two things down, then helping other people actually becomes an easy and delightful thing as opposed to some people who try to justify their abundance by, you know, oh, if I do this, I'm going to help all these people and the little animals and the this and that. And they don't really believe that they're worthy unless they're going to give it all away. And so that gets people stuck. I've seen so many people where they're just broke and tired and exhausted because they didn't fill up enough to be able to give from their own, you know, surplus, right? So it's like if you had beer in a mug, you want to be giving out from the foam on the side of the mug, not from the core beer inside the mug. You need to keep your cup full and then give from the extra so you can be in a space of generosity and so you can be an example for other people. Your greatest gift to anybody is your own joy because that gives them permission to find their own joy as well. And then you can be joyful together. Right? And there's never anything to feel guilty about when you're feeling joyful. So that's another day's podcast. So please, if you would like to connect with me and potentially you know, see if the academy is the right fit for you, please send us an email at support at aha moments with an s i n c dot com support at aha moments inc dot com I will also be sending out a um probably a little survey about my new book. I would love to know how you guys would like to receive it. Would you prefer audible like an audio book um kindle uh, uh or paperback? I'm not going to do a hardcover for this one, but audible kindle paperback, all three, one or the other, let me know. I would love to know. Support at ahamomentsinc.com. If you're on my email list, you might see a survey from me. If you're not and you'd like to be, to send us a, um, an email to that same address and um, I'd love to, you know, get to know you and be able to send you some more information about the book and updates on some events we'll be having around that and things as we go into the fall. All right? Okay, so let's end with my motto, and we'll see you back. I'm going to do a show for next week, um, so I'll see you next week. But in the meantime, my motto is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And with 5D frequency, fluency, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your night. Bye. 